once Netflix gets its flipping nails into you, you just keep banging them out, don't you? Yeah, I know. Have you started? Um, I don't know if you're even going to plan planning to watch it. But have you started um, the Get Down? No, I don't even. I think I've seen an advert for that. It looks like I don't know what is it. I didn't get anything from it at all. It's bonkers. I watched it because I didn't even really know it was coming, but I watched it because I read that um, Nas was executive producing and helped. He wrote all the rap lyrics and picked all the music for the scenes and things. I'm a massive nice fan. It's universal apartheid, I'm hogtied, the corporate side. Blocking y'all from going to stores and buying it. First I lay in just riding with it. But Newsweek articles startled big wigs. They said, Nas, why is you trying it? My lawyers only see the billboard charts as winning. Forget it. Nas the only true rebel since the beginning. Still in musical prison and jail for the flow. Try telling Bob Dylan, Bruce, or Billy Joe they can't sing what's in their soul. So entitled it is, I never changed nothing. But people remember this if Nas can't say it. Think about these talented kids. Kids with new ideas being told, but they can't and can't spit. I can't sit and watch it. So shit, I'ma drop it, like it or not. You ain't gotta cop it. I'm a hustler in the studio. Cups of Don Julio, no matter what the CD call. I'm unbeatable, y'all. Let's go. And um, yeah, but it's. I watched it. And it was. It felt like it wanted to be a musical. It looked. Bits of it reminded me of Greece. It was really bright and colourful. Yeah. And it was, they're like skipping about and being all upbeat and then it was some really weird I mean you bet you'd know the director do you know who directed it? who's the director? it's the guy that did Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet oh Baz Luhrmann yeah and it reeks of his style you know I find him quite difficult to watch isn't Will Smith's son in that? Uh, yeah I think so I wasn't 100% sure I haven't googled it but I thought that looked like him yeah it's, apparently it's gone way over budget <laughs> it cost like 120 million or something yeah. I don't know how they could ever hope to recoup that, to be honest. It's crazy, man. How much is going to have a budget? It's cost £120 million to make. It's only eight episodes, I think. Fucking hell, that's, that's more than Game of Thrones per episode. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, I watched the first episode, which was an hour and a half long. I wasn't expecting that either. And, um, yeah, it was a bit odd. But by the end of it, I quite enjoyed where it finished and how it was setting itself up. And like the real life history, because it's set in like the 70s, 80s, the beginning of hip hop, and yeah. the, the end of like the disco era. And I think I'm yeah. going to enjoy that, but it's just the style of that director. I can't quite. He's um, not OTT, but kind of like. Um, what's the best way to put it? Crazy. It's not. You're kind of like not in your face, but it's, it's loud. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very bright it's and. Am I making the right point there? I'm not very good with words, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for the podcast. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know the words half the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think I got what you mean. Is um, Yeah, I just can't. I'm struggling. But uh, like I said, it took an hour and a half to get to a point I was interested. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'll definitely watch another one or two and see how I feel. Anyway, should we start? Okay, should we crack on then? Yeah, let's crack on. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. That's your cue. Said hi. 
Oh, <laughs> it never happens. This happens every time. Well, it's happened twice now. Oh, I just don't hear you. <laughs> um, so let's just pretend you just said, say hi again. Hi. <laughs> say it naturally. Hi. I can't now because you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce you again. And I'm here with Dave. Did you say it again? Because nothing came through. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> right, I'm just going to say hello. Go on then, try it again, go. And I'm here with Dave. Hello. That's the one. And there's not much... Uh, we haven't really got a running order for this one, so we're just going to freestyle it. Um, and I'm going to start by talking about... Well, first an apology, because again, I haven't watched the rest of Oxenfree. Not Oxenfree, that's a game. The rest of Stranger Things. But speaking of Oxenfree, which I wasn't supposed to be doing, let's move on to that. Because I have played that, and I've tried to get Dave to buy it, but he's uh, he's being sensible with his money at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's gone into the PlayStation Store sale. I think it's still in the sale, I don't know. That's one thing I don't like about the PlayStation Store. When you've bought something and it goes back into the sale, you can't see how much it costs. Yeah, 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 that purchased. is nice. I kind of like, on the one hand, I think, yeah, because I don't really want to know if it's gone really cheap and I've overpaid at some point. Like Soma, that was like 30, 23, 24 pounds to buy, and then I saw someone put on Twitter, sorry, this is, I know, it's not off topic, but it's kind of related, and I saw someone put on Twitter, oh my God, Soma is 5 99 or was it £5? <laughs> Everybody buy it. <laughs> I was like, this guy's just taking the piss. And then I went on there when I got home, and it's like five pens. I was like, yeah, in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any intention of playing it yet, but I thought, wow, five pounds. It was something like an 85% discount or something. That's mad. Steam I... sale, that is, isn't it? That's like the Steam sales. Yeah. I just bought um, oh, uh, this little war of mine. Mm. That was 75% off, so I snapped that up. I've not really played that, though, because I got sucked straight into Oxen Free. Which is Stranger, buddy? That list, what? Sorry, is it? just gonna dig into that little deep war of mine a little bit because I kind of like stories and films that are bleak and games, but I struggle to play them. <laughs> if that makes yeah, sense, I know what you mean. I, I, I do want to play that, but I think it might be a bit too much for me, a bit too harrowing. Is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, I, I did start it. I played that before Oxen Free, um, and it's it's sort of like a real time strategy. You set up players. When in, I, I don't know because it's um, the little ones edition on the PlayStation where you get the kids, which is more harrowing. But I haven't got the kids in my game yet. I don't know when they pop in. I've just got two blokes in the house. Uh, yeah. And there's a war going on, and they're not fighting in the war. They're just trying to survive while the war goes on around them. So they're you can set them to work repairing the house, blocking up doors and stuff, picking through the house to find new things, and then at night you can creep off sending someone off to explore and then you control them at another house and you steal stuff and you got to avoid other people but like you set them to work in the house it's like oh, they'll be doing that for like 10 minutes and that'll take up an hour of the game day yeah and you can't touch them while they're doing that so you go and control the other person you got to like manage them both so it's a bit real-time strategy in that sense and yeah. then the day ends and the next bit starts and you, someone, you have to send someone to sleep. There's only one bed or you can sleep on the floor in a chair. Mm-hmm. But the quality of sleep isn't as good so they're not as fully charged the next day. 
So there's a lot of strategy going on. Yeah. And that's about as far as I got with that because I mm-hmm. thought, I'll just see what Oxen Free is about because I didn't know anything about Oxen Free. You told me it was in the sale and you were looking at it and I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. So I went and looked at the train and thought, oh, that looks quite cool. Took a pun. Yeah. Took a, a real pun. I didn't know anything about it. I loved it. So good, Dave. It's, I, know, um, I really, I really want to play it now, but if I buy it now, I'm just, I, I think I will play it, but Deus Ex comes out next week, um, and I just, I am not going to have the time between now and then to play it, and it's just going to go in that pile, and you know what I mean? You, you could finish it in two solid evenings. I don't think I've got time, though. I've got so much. Oh, yeah, you've got, you got a family doing it. <laughs> Holiday, and then... So Deus Ex comes out, is it next uh, Tuesday? I don't know. I'm not, not tracking that one. That's 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 flipping on your radar, that one. It comes out Tuesday. I'm in London. Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday's Harrison's birthday. Um, I think we've got something going on Friday, Saturday. So I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm probably not even going to play it till seven, eight days after. Oh, that's oh, so sad. Because you've been working for ages. It's like my favorite. The first one is probably my favorite game ever. Just... It's so weird because it didn't connect with me at all. No, I liked it. I did, I did finish it. Don't get me wrong, like, I love the original and I completely agree with the critics about the bosses. The bosses were the weak point of the game. But for me, everything else just shone that much that it, I could forget about that. And so every game's got its problems. Mm. You know, all things you don't like about it. But for me, that was just so good. All Everything else was so good that I could forget about it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a game breaker for me. It didn't really break the game for me. There was just one boss that I remember standing out, which was a bit too it's a bit difficult. The moment about the boss fights in Deus Ex, which is fair enough. You, you know, they've got they are good points, but I can't remember ever seeing a magazine moan about the boss fights in Uncharted, and they proper suck. Oh no, I've seen them um, complain about those in the reviews. Though I mean, no, not in reviews. Just in that chat saw... and after the game's been out a while. Yeah, the video gamer review, I saw them moan about it. I think it was um, Burns, and he said, like, another forgettable last boss. I thought the boss in the fourth game was maybe I, the I best one. It was different, but I did think, like, you, you, you couldn't tell until you'd finished it your first time, like, how long it was going to go on. Were you winning that fight? Were you not? Mm. It just... They just don't know how to finish a game, do they? <laughs> I even felt the last part of The Last of Us was quite poor. You know what? I don't remember the last part of The Last of Us. It's kind of a corridor filled with soldiers and you have to get to the like operation room at the end, don't you? Oh, yeah. That's quite standard. Yeah, like, That's that's and... more acceptable than an awkward boss fight. <laughs> mm. But yeah, back to Oxen Free. Huge tangent. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to pick it up. Might, I might just buy it more because it's on sale and knowing that, you know, it's probably not going to be that cheap again. Uh, did you buy the standard version or did you buy the version with the theme or theme and avatars? Standard. Okay, because I was tempted to buy the the theme version for the extra 40p, but if it's, fair, for, if it's 40p, I didn't realise that. If it's 40p, yeah. I'd get it because I think you're going to love it and you might want that uh, in the background. If it's like the Rapture theme and which is pretty cool when you've got playing in the background and the Firewatch theme, which is really cool. And the trailer for Oxen Free is really nice, so I'm thinking maybe if they kind of implemented some of that um, visual style and um, sound effects, then it might be a really good theme. Mm. You're going to love this game. 
it reminds me, it's like um, Stranger Things, the TV show, <laughs> meets... Oh, what's that game we love? The, uh, what's no, no, the teenage girl with the time control. Oh, yeah. Say again. Until dawn. No, no, no. Um, the episodic one. Dot no entertainment. Oh, life is strange. Life is strange. Love it that much. Can't remember the title. Yeah, <laughs> that title never stuck with me. I always struggled to recall it. Isn't it funny though that you know when tangent. When um, Life is Strange came out, me and you was like, you know, this is so good. Yeah, the cheesy voice acting and cheesy dialogue might annoy people, but it's, it, it's, it's not because it's bad writing. It's because that's how they want their characters. And it took a while, I felt, for the critics and the reviews to kind of say, well, yeah, the, that's where they're going with it. It's not because it's just poor writing. It's just the way they've made those characters. Yeah, I and think that was very intentional on their part. Yeah, and now everybody... He's swooning over it, and you're like, not to sound like um, elitist or anything, but it's like, where were you when it was out? You know, know. loving it, and you know what I mean? And we was all banging on about it, buy this game, it's brilliant, buy this game. If it had had Telltale above it, it would have probably sold way more on launch. If it had Telltale above it, it would have been one of their best games. That's how people would describe it, I think. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's got that sort of, teenage young vibe and you control the conversations and there's time control elements or rather time manipulates you than you manipulate in time yeah the art style is beautiful it's um 2d obviously because it's like a side scroller um but the the way it's drawn is really really cool the the game mechanic has just left them right walking about there's a jump button if you get the opportunity to jump then there's you press the triangle square and circle to pick your dialogue and then you can press um r2 to pull up a radio and that's quite a big game feature the radio is sort of yeah. interacts with um whatever it is you're interacting it's not made very clear until later on and i don't want to spoil it no but very cool, very, very cool indeed. I'll talk about it more when you've played it. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But yeah, excellent game. I, I'm gonna, I think I might have to pick it up. I mean, you know I love those kind of games like Until Dawn, Telltale, Broken Sword, adventure games, more than more so than, you know, like, I, I would probably say I enjoy, as much as I thought Uncharted 4 was a good game, I don't think it's in my top five, maybe in the top ten for this generation it probably is, but... When you play it, you enjoy it, but when you when I think about Uncharted now, in hindsight, I, I don't think it was as good as I'd hoped or wanted. Mm, I know what you mean. It, it, you know, when you think back to it, like, I think back about Uncharted 1, 2 and 3, and I sometimes I think, oh, I'd love to play through that part and that part again, but when I think back to Uncharted 4, nothing makes me think, you know what, I want to play that again. Yeah, it was more focused on story somehow. Yeah, I think they had the downtime in it was good, but I think there was too much. Yeah. It wasn't as balanced or as well balanced as the previous mm. three. Yeah, I think that's because Druckmann took over, who did The Last of Us, and he wrote it, and he did a very good job. But for me, it's just when I play Uncharted, I kind of think of like balls, balls to the wall shootouts, and that you know, and a lot of them, and it never really had those. 
It had a few, but because you could, yeah. you could do the stealth now really well. Yeah, the stealth, to be fair, like I did say, the stealth was brilliant. And I would love to see them just make a, a game like Metal Gear Solid, mm. story-driven how Metal Gear Solid used to be. Yeah. Because they were just, oh, if, if they gave them the, the siphon filter licence or, you know, or whatever. Yeah, they come up with their own new one. Yeah, yeah, they could come up with their own, yeah. Set in space, Dead Space style. That's the rumours, isn't it? The next game's going to be in space. They're rumours. I don't know how that's... I think the next game's um, the sequel to The Last of Us. As I was saying about those games, like, I just... I don't know, there's something about them. Like, I don't think, like, the stories, like... A few of them have really good stories and, and like, say, everybody's gone to the rapture just has brilliant little stories that take place within this over, you know, this, this, this theme, this story. There's, like, a story there about what's happened to everyone, but these little stories, these little character stories about their lives that are running while this overall story is happening is what makes mm. that game better. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the names, but the one that hit me the most in Rapture was about the boy and the girl, and the girl's 16, and when you get to, the, like, the caravan park. Yeah. And that one was really touching. And... um it was all really good, but like I think that's why I like those games. I think like, like you know, I'm a massive Nolan fan, and he always says like, I'll make a film if the story is good enough to be told, and and it's always about characters. You've got to have good characters, and I always felt felt like a lot of like even until dawn, the characters were such douches and cliches, but they they went for that, and they got it so right that it took me. <laughs> yeah, the real eighties slashers. Style yeah, horror. Yeah, I, mean, I love like I was going. Well, I'll mention it later a bit. Scream. I just, I know they're cheesy, and I know they're not very good, but for some reason I love that kind of slasher genre, and that <laughs> Until Dawn was probably still one of my favourite games this this generation. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't think I can call it generation with the way we're going with systems now, but, you know, since the PS4 came out. Mm. Yeah, it's a great game. Did I talk about um, Abzu last week? Um, you did a little bit. You t- said mentioned that you, it wasn't as good as Journey or what you was hoping from Journey, but it was still a good game in its own right. Yeah, more like Flower. Anyway, it sounds like I've talked about that. Uh, what sounds like is probably the game to that you probably should have held out for, not held out for, but should have picked up that Bound. Everybody I know is playing that is raving about it, and apparently it's, it's VR compatible as well. Yeah, I'm going to pick that up when VR comes out. And it's meant to have a really good photo mode. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do want to play that. I don't know too much about it, but I've just heard a little bit of buzz, enough to get me interested without really knowing anything. So, yeah, when, I, when VR comes, comes along, I'll, I'll use it on that. There's just so much out at the moment that I'd love to be able to buy. Uh, in that sale, I put a load of stuff in my basket and I had, like, 50, 60 pounds worth of stuff, and I was like, huh. <laughs> and then I just thought, you know what, in the end, I'm not buying nothing. So what else was in your basket? Oh, I had stuff like The Park, um, Layers of Fear, Oxen Free, Day of the Tentacle. <laughs> and there's loads in there. You know it is. Mm. Well, let's talk about the big game of the moment then, which I don't think you're interested in at all. But I, having not been interested in, fell victim to the hype and bought No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah. And, go on, let's say your thoughts on it. Okay. First of all, I was just a bit lost. Can I say, give me your initial impressions and how you feel, how you felt about it when you first went into that world and 
how it's how you feel now if you're still as excited or okay start okay. from the beginning <laughs> yeah when I first first went into it um, I was I was I was overwhelmed I didn't really know what was going on yeah you're on the planet your ship's there but your ship's busted up you can't really it's not functional you have to repair it so you have to quickly learn how to mine uh, materials yeah. to build your ship back up yeah um, and it's sort of like um, you know don't starve yeah it's like that where you've got to just survive your health or your suit rather is ever de- decreasing your health so you have to find resources to keep that topped up does that and depend on the planet you end up on though no that's just always going down up. it's like an oxygen meter I suppose but then, okay. de- then depending on the planet, you'll have like a toxicity uh, yeah. thing which will affect you. There was one planet I was on where I got really quite far away from my ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, my toxic level was getting really, really down. And I had to like shoot my uh, shoot a little cave, like make my own cave with my gun, dip in there, yeah. let the levels build back up, which didn't take long, went up quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And then just ran back to my ship. <laughs> So I could move my ship to where I was trying to go, mm-hmm. hop out and do what I needed to do and get back in. But yeah, you've got to keep your ship fueled. But yeah, back to my first impressions. I was um, yeah lost and bewildered. Doesn't really show you what's going on, teach you anything. You just know from having played games before how to control it, yeah. what aim is and what shoot is, and you just kind of fumble your way through. So I was a bit sort of annoyed with it and frustrated with it because it was taking me a long time to, to achieve any of my goals. Yeah. And that may have been because I started on an awkward planet. They didn't give me the resources to hand that I needed. Yeah. But to be fair, the, I've heard lots of people starting on really bad planets with like acid rain and really difficult animals that want to kill you. Yeah. My planet had lovely odd looking animals that were vegetarian and didn't mind me feeding them <laughs> and the weather was fine but it was very bland planet very yeah. drab and brown so quite boring to look at yeah it was all rocks too there wasn't really much water or any uh flower flowers vegetation yeah vegetation that's the word <laughs> Oh, I beat you to one. <laughs> <laughs> one nil to Dave. Thank you. <laughs> um, but then I started to get more into it. I started to figure out uh, the elemental uh, signals so I knew what I was looking for and I learned how to scan the local area to find the resources I needed. Yeah. Got my ship up and running, got it in the air went to another planet I named a few things on the way because you name everything you find because there's like yeah. 17 quadrillion different planets in this literally enormous universe it's mind-boggling galaxy not a universe I saw this on Twitter oh dear galaxy there's a lot, there's a lot of people giving Sean Murray and Hello Games a lot of stick I don't know if it's fair or not but there's people saying he said it was universe and it's not it's just galaxy Okay, a galaxy. Yeah. Well, there's 17 quadrillion planets, which is a number I can't even comprehend. Yeah. And they don't exist until someone finds them, then they do, and someone else can find them too. Procedurally generated, but then it sticks around. I'm not sure if that's got its own name. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got more into it, I got flying around, and once I got into it, I, I quickly got quite bored. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot to do apart from find new things, name them, which is quite boring. After a while, it's quite tedious because it's like, what the hell am I going to call this yeah. random little plant now? <laughs> Mate, just of animals like Barry, David, Alan. <laughs> just like that. I can't even remember what I named half of mine. I can remember what some of them look like. They're really peculiar. Like, really yeah. weird. Because they're randomly generated. There's like yeah. a mathematical equation that just randomly produces an animal. There was yeah, one that was... I just think to myself, no matter where you go, it just some of the stuff on there just looks proper weird. Like, there was this huge thing, like, say, like, um, a hippo, and it had, like, tentacles coming out of its face, but it looked like tentacles, and then it had these little wings... And it's yeah. flying around, and it looked like it just looked like a massive glitch. And yeah, like, that's the problem. Some of the animals look like they could yeah. biologically exist, and some of them just don't. I saw yeah. one animal that had six legs, uh, spikes, like a donkey horse's face, but on yeah. some of its legs, it had like fins. It's like, well, <laughs> what's the point in those? And, it, and all its legs weren't the same. The first two were quite uh, stocky and strong, like almost like oh. human legs. The second ones were more like a horse's legs, and the back yeah. ones were like um, like a baby deer or something. They're really wimpy. It just didn't. Well, you know, it just looked wrong. It looked like you know some procedure generated games. I mean, like that. What was that one that we both was? I don't know if you were. Yeah, and I was well hyped for that. And then when I found it was procedurally generated, I was very disappointed. I still picked it up, but I was like, when I played through it, I was like, this doesn't work because it, sometimes it puts you in levels, which is just so unfair. Like, I, I got to this one point on one of the levels, and it was like eight guards. And I was like, well, how can I even get past these without getting spotted? I cannot get past these or kill them without getting spotted by one or two. And I was like, this is why it doesn't work. It just. Yeah, and there's no all need games. for that game to be procedurally generated. Yeah. It would have benefited from some fine-tuned levels. Like that game that's coming out on the Xbox game, is it We Lucky Few? Everyone was hyped for it. it looks brilliant. And then you find out it's like a survival, procedurally generated game when you get out that first part of the level, when you escape. Mm. You're like, well... And <laughs> loads of people are like, well, I'm not going to bother with that now. <laughs> but yeah, so... so is it, is it, would, I, would it be fair for me to say, From I watched a video the other day where this bloke put loads of people taking the piss out of No Man's Sky. And this one bloke who's a games journalist said, they keep saying infinite possibilities, lots of stuff to do and this and that. He says, but as far as I know, you land on a planet, you mine on that planet, you can fight on that planet, you can feed animals or kill animals. He said, um, you can upgrade your ship and you can trade. And he got to like eight bullet points. And he says, what else can I do? And this bloke goes, oh, you can upgrade your suit. He goes, all right, nine. <laughs> And he's going to fight pirates. He goes, yeah, battles, first-person shooter. He said, but what else? Oh, he says you can learn languages. And he was like, but he's saying, but what actual gameplay? And I don't know. It's just like we had this discussion many a time, haven't we? And I just, the more I see of it now, the more I'm like, I've dubbed a bullet boy in that. There's no way that's a £40 game. Or <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't have been a full-price game, I don't think. I think it would have. I think I thought more people would have jumped in as well and given it a go yeah. at a lower price point, and it would have reduced the hype level. It might have reduced the backlash. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's a difficult so, one. How do you feel about it then? Are you are you going to keep plugging away? I'm going to keep going. Last night I found an abandoned ship which was ever so slightly better than mine, and I swapped yeah. my ship for it, transferred my stuff over, boosted it, got it up and running. Yeah. And now, because it's got this extra hyperdrive, I think it was, which was the next thing on my sort of list to do. Yeah. I can leave the little cluster of planets I'm in and jet off to another Galaxy. bit. Solar system. Yeah, solar system. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, I'm hoping to find some planets with a bit of colour, because the ones I've been on have been... Rocky and See, rusty. Am I right in thinking that none of these planets have, you know, like urban areas where citizens, where you know, the civilization's dead, gone, or living? There's no. There's animals, and occasionally you'll find there are on all the planets. There's lots of um, little bases, like little temporary bases that either colonists have set up or something. And there'll often be one thing there, one alien. Yeah. I don't know if they're the same on all the planets. My ones have got well, like they're like frogs with beaks. Trading stations in each galaxy, these outposts and stuff. But mm-hmm. no civilizations actually on the planets. I can't. There's there's old ruins where you can learn more about the Gek, which are the the alien race that seem to be around but never prevalent. So all these can so there's a quintillion or whatever it is planets, but you're telling me that quintillion planets, it doesn't look like there's any civilization. You're never going to meet land on a single planet where there is a thriving population. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a bit crazy when you just put it like that. Especially just that video the other day when two people actually landed on the same planet. Yeah. They were and both there, but they couldn't see each other. Like, oh my god! It's just the bad, like the it was just building up against all the bad comments and user comments, and it's just like, oh man. Mm. I think the people who were criticising it are being overly harsh, maybe you know, because they probably feel like they didn't get what they was expecting. But that's kind of on them for maybe building something up in the minds. But I think at the same time. <laughs> Hello Games have been way too quiet about what there was to do, and I don't think they've been too quiet. I think there was, there isn't much to do, and they kind yeah, of said, I, "Yeah, in mind all these planets," and, and I just think that's all they've said. The only thing where you feel a little bit cheated is the planets they showed you and the animals they showed you, like the big dinosaur, the big like Brontosaurus, and the lush planets with the beaches and everything. Just not gonna you can find the planet like that, probably quite a few, but remember there are 17 quadrillion, and then mostly going to be dull, rocky outposts with very strange animals. So how do you feel because you spent £40 on it? Was it 40 Uh 45 I think I paid. Holy shit. I'm not finished... Uh, playing but I don't think I'm going to get to the centre of the universe which is the point yeah because unless I find some interesting planets see that's the thing you can talk to anyone else who's played it and their planet and their animals won't be anything like your ones yeah it is all unique I yeah. mean they well I say that 
I'm beginning to spot a look and a feel. Yeah. But then the, all the guns are different, like your mining weapon, which is also your gun. I've got a new one of those, that, and they all seem different. And all the ships, you do see a lot of ships, they're flying around with the geck in them. No one ever gets out of them, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, someone was saying the other day, no one, you never see people get out of these ships. I don't think I've seen the animation of people getting out of them. But you can yeah. go up to any ship and uh, look at it, look at its contents and talk to the owner. And if you have stupid amounts of in-game currency, you can buy that ship off them or trade yeah. with them and stuff. Another frustrating thing I'm finding is for a game about mining resources, you can't carry very many. Yeah, I've heard a few people say that. Yeah, it's very frustrating. You instantly need to find suit upgrades and a better ship, but they're just completely out of reach. I don't, I'm not going to moan about it loads and say it's a crap game or anything like that because I haven't played it, but for me, just it doesn't look very interesting. No, it doesn't look interesting at all. Not very. It just doesn't look interesting to play it at all. And that's just me. I'm not saying other people won't get anything from it, but... And people can say, mm, yeah, pew pew, but I don't play pew pew games. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pew pew game? You know, like, I don't just play Call of Duties and games oh, like yeah, yeah. Titanfall and stuff. Like, I, I enjoy good stories. And when No Man's Sky was first unveiled, it, like, really intrigued me, but nothing else about it now. I think the it, most interesting... Looks like a drag me. The most interesting thing about it is the fact that there are all those planets and the way it's built... Yeah, and the random element to it all. But honestly, it could have done with being a tenth the size it is. Just made it, yeah. make it smaller, make it more chance for finding other players. Focus it a bit more. I, I, I think that. I think, like, if they, if they could have made it smaller, and, you know, Old Ravram says, look, we've built 100 planets... You're not naming it, but people can bump into it. I think there would have been people would have been way... And you could have been trading with other people having pirate battles with other people I think it would have been like whoa I am into this mm. well 17 quintillion or however many it is I think I'm mispronouncing it now I've got it right the first time yeah, so they haven't built that many planets they've used an algorithm that will create those for them oh and yeah they've it's... built a lot of the you know like the the um, what's it call it the materials you can mine yeah they're, they're the same with all the planets like materials and creature parts and whatnot but it is basically it is just an algorithm isn't it, that's going to do the yeah i'm not saying yeah. all the work for them because they've obviously got a shitload of time into creating what they've done but i, I don't like that kind of randomness it is, it is, in my it's completely random the animals yeah. are literally thrown together on the as you approach the planet i think i mean they'll be the same when you go back to that planet yeah. Once you've visited that planet, that planet's created and it is how it is. There's points, isn't there? If you if you find every creature or plant on the planet or whatever it is, you know, you get extra credits and stuff. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, someone was mentioning that on Twitter. There are people of animals. It is it is very early on I got a very good sense of exploration. You'd land, it'd be completely alien. It looks like a Doctor Seuss planet. And you what get a, out, and there are animals you don't know if they're friendly or going to be vicious, and they look really weird. And some of the vistas are really cool. And there's like 
other planets like out in space that are like setting, like sun setting mm. and moons all floating around the place. And it is really cool, especially when you look up at the planets and you can see yeah. uh, markers where you've been. Uh, like uh, this is a base and this is a base. It's like, oh, I was there like a few minutes ago. That is literally a, another whole game world that I was on a minute ago. And it's really cool. It's it's really, really impressive, but there's not a lot of game. That's the problem. There's not a lot to do. It's it's I, You probably get more out of watching a real-life space documentary. Yeah. Interstellar. Um, just quickly, I just quickly... <laughs> documentary. Before we move on, yeah. No, no, it's not a documentary. I'm just saying Interstellar is right more interesting. Um, my, my friend's already got the platinum on it, so... Really? Yeah. I haven't yeah. even looked at the trophy list. Yeah, so it took 20 hours. He got to the centre of the universe. Six, six hours was grinding. Must have, I'm going to guess you've got to reach the centre to get the platinum. Mm, must do. I'm just going to Google it, find out what's at the centre. It's probably well, planet I, Earth. I've read um, the Kotaka review, and they did two playthroughs. Yeah. The first one, because he was, the guy was reviewing it, he raced to the centre... Yeah, and didn't really enjoy it very much. The second one, he after he'd finished with it, got bored with it, pretty much didn't like it anymore. It came out yeah. on the PC. He bought it on the PC and said, "Okay, I'll give this another go." I don't know why, but he did. And he said this time he stayed on one planet and really explored it and got to know that planet quite well before he yeah. even went left it, and he got to sort of know the planet a bit more intimately but more personally and he really really enjoyed it a lot more yeah. and then he explored the planets around it and he's really really enjoying it because he's playing it differently I think if you try to game it try to just do everything quickly and get to the end which is what you're trying to do in most games I think it's to miss the point and I've been doing that a little bit and it's been a bit frustrating and a bit sort of oh come on be get these things quicker they're so annoying I think I'm going to slow the pace and just just chill and just float about in space and see what takes my fancy yeah like I was going to say I was going to say it to you earlier um, quickly that I, I, I think you'll be the type of player who just dips in and out now and then and enjoys the, tries to enjoy the experience more but you're not I, I don't know if you'll ever reach a centre <laughs> yeah well I, I don't think Do I'm going to so I'm pretty sure you will I think you will know that I know it can be done in 20 hours. Hmm. But I think well, it'll probably take you longer because you'll just pick at it. Yeah, Here. definitely. God, if I just played this, it'd be take me years. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw a fact that if you visited every planet for one second, it would yeah. take you 500 and something million years, real life years, to do that. Mm. it's mental you're never going to see everything and it's like I say it's too big the chance of anyone else landing on the planets that I started on where I've meticulously named quite a lot of stuff yeah. minute because I'm guessing I'm at the edge of the universe or galaxy and everyone's yeah. going to be going towards the middle so no yeah. one's going to go out to the edge to see the bits I've just been on mm-hmm. pointless me naming anything apart from the fact it gets you some in-game credit yeah over hype I think it just suffered from hype if it just yeah. snuck out and it was like a little indie title and was 20 quid 
word of mouth got around. It might have built up That's more of a following. I know we're going to move on, but I'm just going to say my last thing on it. The one thing that makes me laugh a lot of it, not laugh, but I find quite maybe ironic about it is that when it was announced Sean Murray was like we're going to show people that indie games can be bigger and can be better and what indie games should strive to be like and it's came out and it was like yeah 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 and that, like really hoped with what he was saying and it's come out and to me it's, it's not really leading the way for indie games at all they've they've done something a bit different but for me it's not like this is this is what indie games should strive to do and be like because visually I don't think it's anything amazing Um like I said, I spoke to that lad who's completing. He says the combat's pretty damn poor in it, to be fair. Um, and it, it does seem like it's, you know, quite repetitive from what I've read. Yeah, I'm not it's very repetitive. Saying, the game saying it's crap. I'm just saying from what I've read. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want all the games to strive to be that from what I've seen, you know. Mm. To me, it's, it's tried to be a AAA game on an indie budget. I don't know if that's all that's backwards. You know, it's trying to be an indie game, but they're using AAA budget because they've probably had a lot of money and funding on this. And I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's... Let's move on. Yeah, move. yeah, you can't sum it up. No. You almost need to play it to just to gauge it for yourself. But I, yeah. think, I think the general consensus I've noticed is everyone likes it for that first hour, two hours, then they get into it, then they get bored, then they're done. <laughs> yeah. So I know a couple of lads who are playing it and, and you know, they won't have a bad word said about it, but then you can see this odd tweet from them, oh, it's crashed again. And But then if you say, oh, it's crashing, lol, they're like, no, 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 they, you know, they're defending it. You're thinking, well, why are you defending it? It's, you know, it's not your problem. It's not it's not your game. It's their problem. Well, they're probably just trying to defend their own beliefs. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've bought into it in a massive way. They've completely, they, I don't know, but they're completely wrapped up in the hype. And they don't want to see its shortcomings. Maybe. Yeah. It has many shortcomings. Yeah. The concept is incredible and the execution's almost there. In, in the Galaxy creation, it's phenomenal. It's a feat of incredible work but oh, let's move on <laughs> um, I think that's all I've been playing what have you been playing um, I went back to Game of Thrones because I thought you know I'm trying to get through my backlog and I wasn't enjoying Game of Thrones at all so the plan was to um, knock an episode out a week and I played episode 3 and it really picked up to be fair still Still a lot of boringness and some of the characters I just don't give shits about at mm. all. You know, I'd more that, like, I've been just with some of them, which is something I've never done in Telltale games and, and Life is Strange, and I've acted like a complete dick. Really? Towards, yeah, because I just don't give a crap about them. Like that Mira, who's in um, Queen's Landing, you know, I was all right with her friends here, uh, and then she said something to me. I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit about you, and I don't give a shit if Mira loses her head. So I'm just going to be a dick to everyone. <laughs> and uh, that's how I played it. Like, like, I did try, when it, when when the bits come up, like about saving your family and trying to do the right thing for your family, I did that right. But like when it came to peeing people off, I didn't care. And, you know... Um, there was parts in it where like, you get angry like in the show, you're like, oh, I hope he gets it, you know what I mean? Mm. But overall, 
there's still it's still way poorer than it is good and I've managed to get to episode six. Um Yeah, it's longer than your average telltale, isn't it? Yeah, it's an episode longer, but I did find that a couple of the episodes are quite short, like just over an hour. Mm. Which is no bad thing when the game's this poor. <laughs> but um there's, there is a couple of toughy decisions to make, but nothing major, and it's just. Oh it, I haven't finished. I haven't started Game of Thrones season five yet, and I've heard that's a poor season, but it really does pick up again for six. But this, it's just. Oh, I don't know how to even really put it into words. It's just bad, basically. Mm. It, I don't find it interesting at all. It doesn't deserve to be um, using the title Game of Thrones, in my opinion. From the four seasons I've seen, it does not deserve to be related to that show at all. What did you think of that sort of painted look it's got? Terrible. Absolutely. It's bad, isn't it? It's, no, it's, it's really chunky looking. There's a lad who wrote reviews on um, CVGSC and he's, he's absolutely brilliant writer. He's a school teacher and he does these reviews for his own blog and site. And then I love his reviews. And even agree or disagree, and I read his Game of Thrones review, it's brilliant, but I had to disagree with him. He said the visual style was lovely. And I was like, no, just, I'm not even going to say, you know, that's your opinion because it looks shit in half of the shots. Like them standing there, the character models, I mean, the background's like blurry kind of. This, they've gone for this kind of, I don't know if it's an oil painting look or what, but it. Yeah, that's horrible. oil painting, that's, that, that's it. That's how you describe it. Yeah, it just looks horrible. And you think, it just doesn't look good because when you watch the show, nothing in the background looks like that. So why have you done that? Well, Telltale Games never go for that realism because they're, they're I don't know, the engine, I don't know, it's just, it just, just don't. Started off with Walking Dead, which has that comic book look, which is really good. Yeah, that's what, no, but what I mean is, the character models are fine, I think. The character models look good, but you know when they're having the conversations in the background, mm. you've got that kind of oil, oil painting texture going on with the brickwork and the curtains and stuff, and it looks terrible because why don't you just make those objects look solid, look mm. real, like, like they're doing, you know, what, I know they've got the cell-shaded effect in Walking Dead, but just make them look solid and hard. Why make them look soft and fluffy with that? Well, I think that it, it's got a sort of, blurred smeared look to it when it's yeah. in focus so when it's out of focus in the background it's it's awful it's terrible it's I've not even finished that I got to three stopped playing thought because I was forget I was playing it as they were coming out and I was forgetting where I was in the story I was getting yeah. really confused I do find Game of Thrones difficult to keep up with anyway yeah. So, leaving like a month between each episode, I was getting very lost. So I thought, okay, I'm not enjoying this. I'm, I'm frankly, I'm bored. I don't care about the decisions I'm making. I'm not even understanding yeah. a lot of them. I'm just going to start, wait for it all to come out, and then play it again. I've not gone back to it. I'm going to interrupt you there because it's it, it. Some of the decisions you read it and you think, right, I'll go with that one, and it does an LA noir on you. Yeah, it does. It's just. It's and you not think what you what? What? I thought that was going to be like the peaceful option. And... <laughs> it should almost, it should almost not give you the the sentence because you don't know how they're going to deliver that. It should say <laughs> diplomatic, aggressive. Um, could just have the like the, op- 
ones and have them in red, yellow, green, red, amber, green. Yeah. Totally. Just grab a bit of the sentence and then you can think, all right, then, yeah. But, you know, like, that game needs a rewind feature that Life is Strange is so bad because it's just like... I love Life is Strange. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm at episode six. I've got two chapters left in episode six. I'm finishing it. I don't give a crap who dies. Um, <laughs> at the end of epi- where I am now, I even put, you know, Ryan, the little boy who got taken away by Lud. I can't remember. It's like the youngest boy in the in the Forrester family, anyway. Like I just thought, you know oh, what? Yeah, I, don't yeah, I do remember. His life, just to piss Lud off. <laughs> That's how much I care about any of them in the game. I just yeah, don't care. And like the way they've kind of made this narrative fit between big events in the series doesn't really work for me. And the cameos from like the main characters, like Daenerys and Tyrion, mm. and that I don't like that at all. Did you find just it boring? Feel... You what? Did you find it boring? Yeah, but it is boring. Yeah, isn't it? It's just you would I'm think just... Game of Thrones license and Telltale. That's like a perfect combination, and it sure. failed on on the Telltale side of things and the Game of Thrones side of things. This well, so hasn't it? There's, they've confirmed a second season, but okay. I won't be picking that up. I bet it yeah. sold well, but I don't know how many people actually like enjoyed it. Yeah, God knows. What is it's that review? Like, that was a deal for the hardcore fans who defended to the hill because it's Game of Thrones. Mm. Even did though you, poor. Did you always feel like you knew what you were deciding on? What do you mean? I mean, sometimes I'd be there'd be that, a load of dialogue, and then I'd have to make a decision. I was like, "Oh, I don't, I yeah, don't yeah. really know what I'm <laughs> saying." Yeah. Or what I want to say or what I want to happen, I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah. That's, when that was when those parts happened and it was like square or circle, I just pressed both the buttons at the same time. Yeah. Just Shout. roll with it, yeah. I mean there was a, a, a choice in the, yesterday, like something happened and one of the characters said to another character, Join me and I'll save your life. If you don't, you lose your head. And I was like, I'm not joining you. I'd rather lose my head. And because I just didn't care. Now, if I was playing the Wolf Amongst Us, I would I wouldn't take that gamble. You know what I mean? And mm. I would think about it more. Are they making another Wolf Among Us? Because I did like that one. I don't think that's going to happen by the sound of it. I mean, they've confirmed Game of Thrones two. They've confirmed Borderlands two. Um, I mean, they announced that Marvel Universe game they was going to be making about two years ago. We've heard nothing since then, and they've, and they've made a Batman game between that announcement and now so I'm wondering whether that Marvel licensing has gone down the pan maybe did you know they've published a Mr. Robot game today no but like a fan made one this is going to excite you a little bit more the <laughs> people who made Option 3 have made a Mr. Robot game and it's only on iOS and Android for phones I think that sounds and cool. have published it it's, it looks like it's something to do with messaging through your phone hmm it's going to play it like a game, but you'll have to have a look at it and see what you think and let me know. Is it on iOS yet? It says, yeah, that's what it says today. It's on iOS and Android. But um, back to the Game of Thrones anyway, it's, it's, it is sheer disappointment. When I finished it, nothing's going to save it from maybe a two-star at best review on, you know, like when you rate the games on PSN. Mm. I, I am bordering on giving it a one. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just... People might say, well, why have you bothered finishing it? Because I bought it 
I liked Telltale, and I was always hoping that it was going to pick up at some point. And it had its moments in three, four, and five, but six has been terrible. Episode six has been so bad. You know, I just don't care. I just hope that everybody dies. <laughs> and everyone. So <laughs> it just doesn't work in the grand scheme of Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, I, I did enjoy what I played it. I do want to go back and finish it. I mean, if you know, like, if I'd have got it free off PlayStation Plus, I probably would have given up my episode three or four, maybe. Mm. But it did have those little moments, and I'm I'm that close to finishing now. I may as well see it out, and I'm like two trophies off a of platinum, and I'm a slag. I'm going to see it through for the platinum and. I that platinum. I'm definitely going to finish it. I don't get many, and that's bloody easy platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't deserve platinum, really, but, you know, I'll see it through, but I ain't impressed at all with it, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Bottom of so, the uh, Telltale Games, that one. I think. The other game I've been playing quite a lot of is PGA, Royal McCurry PGA. I don't know if that's been patched, because I haven't been having any frame rate issues or issues with the menus that people are complaining about at all. And um, I'm fully enjoying that. It's way better than the golf club. You've lost me with golf. What's the golf club? Yeah, yeah, it's a sports thing. But um, I do think golf's uh, they do make brilliant video games. They do. And, uh, they do make good video games. There's, there's, I think I've had a golf game on every sort of generation. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. golf's always good. The Mario golf games are fantastic. Um, yeah. I used to play an old PC golf game. I don't know what it was. It's very blocky. Um, I've never had a PGA one. No, there was brilliance on the PS2, and then there went a bit crap on the PS3. And the, this, I can understand why people aren't overwhelmed by it, but I think the actual gameplay is pretty solid. Um, I think the Golf Club 2 has got another game coming out after Christmas, maybe. But they're going to have a career mode and everything this time, so that could be good. Um, I hope they put a three-point-click system instead of just the analog sticks. So at the, with the analog sticks, you literally just flick the stick, and that does your club. Yeah, you pull back and then forward, but it's it's, it's so hard to keep the stick in a straight line. I find because yeah, you know you've got to. I have to put my thumb in an awkward position to make sure it goes straight. So I think you should just always have that option in the traditional three-click system. Yeah, so you click it once to send the bar up, the power bar. Click it again to stop it. And then click it again for accuracy. Yeah, I prefer that. I think that's traditional. It's brilliant. It's it's tried and tested. Yeah, exactly. It's a good system. Um, and then obviously, probably some point, maybe this year, like the middle of next year, we'll have everybody's golf if it ever turns up. <laughs> yeah, you love that. I've never played one of those. Oh, they're great. They are great games. To I've be always fair. been a Mario golf. I've got Mario golf on the DS. I've not played enough time in that to be honest. I need to play more. Everybody's Golf is, is uh, I don't know if it came out before Mario Golf, I'm not 100% about that because it was a PS1 game, I don't know when the first Mario Golf came out, but um, it's it's basically does like, you know, like a Mario Kart was like Mario characters in a racing game, that's kind of what they did, they just put, they did, they did a golf game with funny characters and it completely worked. Yeah. Yeah, that's it really. I can't think of anything else I'm playing at the moment. I haven't been on Drive Club for a bit. Um, I saw the Drive Club VR video today, which was impressive. Oh, yeah. It's, I've, I've not really touched... I bought that. I didn't know the whole thing, not the bikes, but everything else. 
Yeah. The thing that me about that Drive Club VR video was like the guy was sucked into it from PlayStation X big time, but a lot of that immersion for me was down to the fact he had a top of the range wheel to play with as well. Mm. So I reckon that played its part. But yeah, I do think the VR is looking impressive, but it's still not at 350 quid. If it had been 2 250 I think I might be tempted at the moment. But £350, no. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. It's it is expensive. I've got a feeling it might sell a bit better than I initially thought, though, at the moment. Than you initially thought? Because yeah, cause you were quite down on it, weren't you? I'm not, I'm not down on it. I just don't... I still don't get it. Do you know what I mean? I don't see anything on there that says you need to have VR to experience it, to have the, the best experience of this game. I think... I don't... Think you're fully appreciating what how it's going to feel? No, no, I get that. I totally get that because today when the bloke was playing Drive Club and he was like, he kept looking over his shoulder and using the camera move and you could see the cars at the side. I started to get it a bit more then, and the way he was hitting the apexes because he was turning his head to look at them mm. instead of having to like um, use muscle memory in like the timing and that. And I yeah. thought to myself, yeah, that was really good in a racing game, but. And I get it in the first-person games, completely getting that. But look, when I see Bound in VR, I think, well, how the hell is that going to be immersed if it's a third-person viewpoint game? Oh, I, I think that's going to be when the first, like, must-have golf comes out. Not must-have golf, must-have game. Because <laughs> I'm watching yeah. the history of Mario Golf. Started in 1984, by the way. Um, yeah, I think when the first proper big... Stella, AAA, blah blah blah. Game comes out. It's going to be third person. Yeah, I think. I don't think it's going to be a first person game. I think that's a. There's a, some issues there with movement and people vomiting that are going to be difficult to overcome. I think it's going to be a third person game. Quick question: mm-hmm. Does every game require the camera? Because it didn't look like he needed the camera today when he played Drove Club. I think is that will use the, the camera is what tracks the head movement, isn't it? I thought the I thought the camera was what tracked the move controllers. Um, let me have a little look because I thought there was a light. Didn't it have lights on the mask you wear, the headset. Yeah, it does, but that's that's why I'm asking you because I'm not sure. Cause when I seen the drive video, I couldn't see the camera anywhere. I bet it's there. Drive. Oh, if you're you, mate, I would get on eBay. And I would buy from Argos. People are selling them. You know, the official move charges that Sony made. It's like a little egg cup. Oh, I've got them. I've bought one. Have you got I was going to say they're going for like five, six pounds at the moment. And you know they're going to go through the roof once this comes out. Yeah, I bought mine for three quid on Amazon just after the yeah. announcement. I'm going to pick them up. How many move controllers have you got? Two. You're jammy. I need to buy another one and I'm... Not two truck, you know the um, one with the analog stick on it. You got two nunchucks. I've got two dildos <laughs> <laughs> and one and one of the um, the ones you know with the analog stick on it, mm. which is like a controller. So all I need is the camera and a headset. If someone wants to donate me one. <laughs> <laughs> So, officially putting the word out I don't think we're big yeah. enough to get any attention it has, it has. yeah but no yeah uh, I need another move controller oh, what I'm thinking about getting another pad PlayStation 4 pad yeah. 
because um, I, I really don't need one, but that game on PlayStation Plus that went free, the block falling puzzle game, that was two yeah, player. And I think Danny would play that with me, and I think that'd be good love. Yeah. That's a good little game, that is. Yeah, I've not played it yet, but I think me and Danny would play that. Uh, yeah, it is, I think. I reckon next week we have a session on that. Versus Done. stream it. Yeah, excellent. Good idea. One minute, actually. If it's Harrison's birthday next Thursday, so we might have to do that quite late, or we might have to do it a different night. But we will do that next week, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just tell me what night, and I'll yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. Also, while I'm thinking about it, um, Titan Falls in, in it's having um, a tech test this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think. So if you want to join in, I think a few of them on CVG are going to be join, doing it. So I'm going to go on um, go on tomorrow night probably and have a blast. What is it? A beta? It's it, it's 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 called a tech test, but it's basically a beta. Mm. It's worth it, isn't it? Kind yeah, of like I'm even if you're not curious by um, Titanfall, I think it looks alright. Yeah, I'm a little bit to see what it all works with the mechs, and it, it could be the one. I mean, I like the look of Battlefield. I really want Modern Warfare, but I'm not buying Infinity Warfare. Plus, they release Modern Warfare next year. You know they will mm-hmm. through the store. So, um, I'm hoping it impresses me, Titanfall, and I've got another game that I might want for Christmas. <laughs> you don't need any more games, Dave. No, I do. I do. I do really need a shooter, mate. I, I get these urges now and then, and I feel like I, I want to watch, but then I think. I don't want to learn how to play as 20-odd different characters and master them all. I don't not think really... you need to. I don't think that's the point. Overwatch yes. is the one that intrigues me the most because it makes... I'm not brilliant at shooters. My kill-death ratio is always atrocious and I'm never like... You do need to master each character's abilities in Overwatch. Well, like you if you just, guy... just pick a couple and focus on them, the ones that match yeah. your style. No, you can... no, no. You, you have to learn different... Because you know like, there's four different... Thing is, there's like tank. I don't know what they're all called, and you need to master at least one in each category. Mm. Well, you need to be good at, with at least one in each category because you have to change on the fly in that game, don't you? You don't just pick a character and stare at that character for a whole round. You can, you can, yeah, but you will have to alter depending on how your team is doing in said match. Mm. I don't know. Not, I'm not saying. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't just do that. You can, but you might end up losing more matches than you win. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's got its own set of problems. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I played the beta and I loved it, but I just didn't love it enough to think, yeah, I want to play this a lot. Mm. I want something a bit more straightforward, but I'm hoping Titanfall 2 kind of reels me in, but we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll try that. You say it's tomorrow night? It starts tomorrow night. I won't be on tomorrow night, but um, I'll probably be on Saturday and Sunday. Cool. So um, let's move on from games a bit and talk about the actual PlayStation because that's getting an update Yeah. with folders, which yeah. might not sound exciting to a lot of people, but if you know anything about the PlayStation 4, you know it's been screaming for folders for some time. I think like in these folders and in your, you know, like your, your content, you know, you've got like apps, games and stuff, you can now change those lists I can't remember exactly how but you can change them so you can have like the demos in a different section and stuff in the betas and stuff so I'm going to have one folder which is just like demos slash betas and I'm putting them all in there yeah out the way. I, I, hopefully you can just 
pick and make whatever folder you want and have a game of like games I have not played yet that I want That's to what play. I've, yes, I've got like um, I've got a folder for completed games. Um, I've got a folder for platinum one one hundred percent trophies. I put all the games in there. And then I've got completed games and um, currently playing. And then, like every now and then, I go back to the complete to get what I used to go back to the complete games and see what can I maybe hundred percent of platinum in here. Mm. And you know what I mean, you know what I'm like with my lists. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about the folders. That sounds so sad, but <laughs> people who like buy a lot of games like us and that, they realise it, it is a big deal. It's a big deal when you remember PlayStation Plus because you get given so many games and. Yeah. Often you're in, you're not in a place where you want to play it right now. You're into another game that you've bought, yeah. and then before you get to it, PlayStation Plus has come around again, and there's a whole new set of games, and you just lose track of what you've actually got. And the other, I'm going to quickly mention this before I forget it. The other thing that I've changed now is well, you know, look, can add 10 second videos to Twitter. No, that's been upgraded no. to 140 second videos now. Well, that's cool. That's really good. And they've changing the you know like when you press the share button it goes to that menu. Mm. You can see your gameplay while the menu comes down the left side of the border. Mm. So it's uh, yeah, I'm liking the sound of it. I think there's going to be some, there's a couple more options in there. I did, but I can't think what they are. Have you got it's, them there? No, I haven't. It's changed the way you, uh, the uh, what's that menu you look at that the what's on now or you know, the recent yeah, events. That's changing a bit. Yeah. I don't know what else. I'm just happy with folders. <laughs> yeah. You said they were changing the um, trophy thing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're rare. Where do you have your trophies? And, oh, that's another thing. You know where it's got hidden trophies? Oh, yeah. You can, you can press a button when you're on the hidden trophy and it will tell you the trophy and the trophy description if you oh, want to see yeah. it. Oh, that's Which good. Cool. That's good, yeah. Um, and... Where it says you've got four little blocks next to each trophy, and I think it's like, um, um, like ultra common, common, rare, ultra rare, something like that. Um, I'm changing that to a pyramid now, and I don't know quite know. I haven't seen any images for that, but I said to you earlier, didn't know The one thing I want them to change is like the percentages. I want them to get to points, so it's like one for bronze, two for silver, three for gold, and then four or five for a platinum. Mm. I don't know what the percentage system is. It's it's rubbish. It just takes so long to level up and still have a level up system, but do it based on points. And then if you could see, like a bar which says, yeah, thirty seven percent through, but you're you are currently on say forty five thousand points. Next level is at fifty one thousand points. You can kind of see what you're aiming for. Yeah, it's more achievable. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, yeah that's one. Yeah. And then, and that's not saying people stop playing any odd shit, but you know what I mean? Yeah. People like collecting trophies that can kind of see where they're going with the games and, st- you know, the, what what their points are going to add up to. Yeah, I think it needs a bit of an overhaul. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Nintendo are going to do in that space, if whether they're going to have trophies... Yeah. It's Nintendo, though. I don't think they'll add them because they'll say our gamers don't care about this. But it's it's not just about the current audience. You want to get those trophy hunters and point and um, what are they called on the Xbox now? Gamer scores, mm. achievements. You want to get try and hook them in. Mm. It just ingratiates you, doesn't it? It just 
it kind of it kind of, it kind of keeps you loyal as well because like I I, I have my moments where I go on Maz Platinum collections like a, a few couple of months back I like I think it was four in a matter of weeks and I'll probably get the Game of Thrones one tonight or over the weekend and then I'll probably then go back to a couple of other games and tidy up 100% list of Platinums it just happens now and then but when I when I had that Xbox and I had my own profile and that and I never felt any need to bother with a gamer score. Mm. Maybe it would have been different if I started the gamer score before the trophies. But because I hadn't, I felt that the trophies were better. Because I like the fact that once you get all the trophies, you get that platinum on certain games, whereas with the ex- the achievements, it just goes to a thousand gamer score, which is still cool. Mm. But that's just me. I know a lot of people don't give two craps about them. I know a couple of people who actually turn off the trophy notifications. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. I like getting a little ping of something. Yeah. What else is going on? I feel like they were missing something. Sony got an event lined up, which is going to be the Neo on violin. That's September it. 15th. That's what we're missing. Is that it? September 15th, something like that? September 7th, I think. 7th, sorry. Um, yeah, the, the, everyone seems to think it's going to be a PlayStation Neo and unveil. I, I, thought, I think it's an odd time, don't you? Just before the um, uh, VR. Mate, the that if somehow it'll you know make VR games better, they're going to definitely announce that. I mean, I think Scorpio Xbox announced that um, the only exclusive games to. Xbox Scorpio will be VR games. Mm. They basically put that out. And I think Sony will also say at this event that if you have a Neo, the, the VR games will run, not substantially better, but at better frame rates and you know, resolution. I'd be a bit annoyed if that is the case. Because then, uh, then I'll feel the need to buy one. The, the hardware's better. It's 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 you know it's like what was the saying? It's like a PlayStation four point five or you know if you it's not as quite as pay, it's not as powerful as the Scorpio, but it is a good step up. But I don't think you're going to miss out on much with your PS four. But I, I do I do see how that could make certain people who get into VR think you know what I want the better experience upgrading. Mm. It just depends how much this Neo is. I mean, people are saying it's going to come out yeah. three fifty to four hundred pound. I think you could be dead in the water at that price. I don't think then they're looking to like put it out there and it to sell massive. I think it's just like no, they're just trying to keep people in the ecosystem now. It's it's that iterative hardware that Microsoft and Sony are trying to go down that route where they upgrade every three four years because they're saying oh it works for phones. But the difference with phones is it's part of your everyday life. Console mm-hmm. gaming is not a necessity of your everyday life. <laughs> Netflix is, yeah. but not, but not console <laughs> games. I see what they're getting at, and the, the clever thing is, like, the way what they're doing with the hardware, all your old digital games, and in theory, PS4 games and PlayStation Now should constantly work on the new hardware. So they're kind of saying, well, you don't need to when the new consoles come out. You don't even need to now think, well, I might go with Xbox this time because all my old games work, so I haven't got to sell all that. Mm. But the, the, in the other in the other way, if like games are going to run on both systems, but you know slightly better on the other system, people might then start being they might be 
a market now where people like have both systems. More more people have both systems. Yeah. Well, I d- I don't know if that's the case. I think a lot of people only have one. Oh yeah, but if you look at like the sales last gen, um, uh, was it like seventy million a piece, eighty million a piece, something like that? I think a lot of people, if they didn't have them both at the same time, definitely had both consoles at one point. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at the fact as well that um, the, you had the Red Ring of Death and you had the Yellow Light of Death, um, which mm. probably bumped both console system sales up quite a bit. Mm. But, um, Especially the Microsoft one, because everyone seemed to suffer from the, the Red Ring of Death. Yeah. That cost them a lot of money. Mm. But, but um, I'm not actually interested in the, this at this point. I mean... Well, I'm if, not, but and they haven't shown it yet. <laughs> No, I mean, if it was, I don't see it doing anything spectacular. I mean, if it came out and they said like it was three hundred pound, and then game said, trade in your old system and get the Neo for a hundred or something silly like that, then I would probably be tempted. Mm. So I think probably I could have the better version for a hundred pound. Yeah, that's but, what, what's uh, actually quite clever about this. I've not really thought about it. Is the PlayStation Four still at its beasties prime? Is it four years old this year, or is it three? Four, I think. I think it's four. It could be three. I could be wrong. When did I get it? When did I get my PlayStation 4? I'm trying to think how old my little girl was when I got it. Well, FIFA FIFA 15 was the first game on it. First football game. Was it? It it must be three years. FIFA 14. So I had FIFA 14 in the October. Then it was 15. Then it was 16. Then it was 17. So that's three years old, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I was saying... People like the cutting edge people. They'll want the new, the new one. They'll get it. They'll trade in their old one, and then there'll be a, a glut of PlayStation Four originals going cheap on second hand. Yeah, and that'll get yeah. them into the hands of people that can't necessarily afford to buy them brand new. Yeah, it'll be a bit cheaper. Sony are selling more new ones, and it's not like they're losing money on the. Um, on the second-hand ones, because those people are going to go out and buy games, possibly yeah. join PlayStation Plus. That's what I was going to say. That's Plus, they make so much on PlayStation Plus, and it's unbelievable. Well, they must pay to get those games pushed out every year. I've heard a little rumour about something called um, PlayStation Vita Trinity. Yeah. I don't know much. I've not heard a lot about it, but it's floating around the internet. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I just can't imagine they're going to try and do something with the Vita now. No. I think oh, it's gone. I told you my thoughts on it, didn't I? Yeah, well, you've just it's... sold your Vita. You're out. Yeah. I'm not. I've still got my library. Well, yeah, but I mean, for, you're not, you haven't got a Vita. <laughs> no. no. There's no need to keep it, you know, because... I don't play it anymore. I'm not really into a handheld gaming, and it's only what I'm saying, but everybody else knows it's dead. Yeah. It's a dead what did system. you get for it? I sold mine for £65. To where? Just to a bloke on um, Spock. Oh, right. What'd you get for trading on it? Uh, I think it was 64 from Kex. Oh, and that's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah. So I'll put it up for 70 he offered 60 and then Heather says, look, to him, um, meet me halfway and he's like sound whereas other people was like saying I'll give you 30 or you will get more than that it's like well it's more than kicks and he's like no it's not it's like yeah it is <laughs> it <laughs> literally is 
Yeah, it really is, mate. Just have a look. I can check that online. I thought you were going to have to move. Yeah, I feel crazy. But, um, yeah, they're just chances, basically. And I got what I wanted for it. I was happy with what I got for it. Um, I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. I mean, I only paid 120 for it myself. I paid 100 for mine. If I could get 60, I might chop it in. I mean, the one thing that the guy really got a good deal of mine was I had a 16 gigabyte memory card, which is pretty good. Mm, I've just got yeah. whatever it came with. So it's four, four right? Four. Tiny. See, like, my memory card was worth something like eighteen pound. If I sold it to Kex, mm. whereas the Vita, I think the Vita was only coming up at like forty-four. Mm. Something daft. And Terraway was like less than five pound. Mm. But I might trade mine in. It's it's not getting any use for me, so I had to get rid of it. My son was like, "Oh, we're getting rid of it." It's like, do you play it now? Well. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, I, think I, am, I think I'm going to get rid of mine. It'd be interesting to see what that Vita Trinity thing is. I reckon some else only have maybe worked out a way to get the Vita library working on the PS4, maybe. Hopefully. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. That would literally be the end of the Vita. Yeah, definitely. Because I, t- I just don't play on the move. Well, I do. I play Pokemon Go. But I don't play anything not on my phone on the move I might get out the DS but I'll probably be at home playing it I still might try Pokemon Go just not going to touch it well, you haven't got a machine that will play have you amazing the, the lad Arison asked her to put it on hers I don't know if she has but um, the lads all, it was all mad about it at work none of them even play it anymore <laughs> but are they gamers no they're not hardcore gamers but it's not really aimed at those it's more of a casual game isn't it I wouldn't. It's quite casual, but I'm still playing. I'm I'm loving it. I'm surprised it's got to be a casual thing, hasn't it? Well, to hit that that level, yeah. But I mean, who hasn't got a smartphone now? I mean, anyone can just download it for free. Yeah. When it gets that much buzz and hype, everyone will try it because it's free. Yeah. I think the hardcore will stick with it, but I think your casual gamers will just like dip in and out of it big time, like yeah. I'm, if they're mating about board, maybe on a holiday somewhere, they might think, oh, I'll have a quick look. But, yeah, I mean, it's still going to make lots of money for Nintendo. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that's that's everything covered. I don't think there's anything else for us to talk about. It's everything we've been playing, everything we've been watching. I will watch Stranger Things by the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I had this awkward situation where I was watching it with Danny... Then she was gearing up for an interview, so she was just not watching anything. So uh, we were watching it together. Then she watched one and was like, that's it, it's too scary, I'm out. You can watch it on your own. And then someone at work told her, no, you've got to finish it. You've watched this much. So she's back in. So I've got to wait for her to be, you know, we'll watch it together. Uh, But we will watch it by next episode, which will be in a couple of weeks. Good, good. And we'll be streaming something, probably that PlayStation Plus puzzle. Yeah, we'll do some Tricky Towers. Yeah, Tricky Towers. We'll get a third player in if we can, so have to free, free player online. That'll be a good laugh. Mm, stream that. I've been streaming everything I've been playing, really. So, yeah, if you want to see when I'm streaming, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Hulse. Yeah, you can't get to sleep and need an early night. Just put, watch Anthony's uh, No Man's Sky streams. Exactly. I'm on about the time people are probably trying to fall asleep. <laughs> um, 
If you tweet yours out, Dave, Dave's at, at DaveHolmes82. You can yep. uh, follow him on Twitter. You can follow the website on Twitter. That's at We Don't Go Out. That's also on Instagram at We Don't Go Out. I try to post lots of screenshots in there. If you, if we're on iTunes, but if you're if you're not listening through iTunes, you can get it straight from the website. And you can tweet me if it's annoying for you to get it from our website and you're not on iTunes. Let me know where you get your podcast, and I'll try and get it on there. Because I'm an Apple guy, I don't really know where it's popular other than iTunes for our podcasts. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening, however you found us. And we'll uh, hopefully catch you next time. I don't think you've said anything really stupid for me to put at the end, Dave. No. Good boy today.